the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The Chicago Teachers Union is going to vote today as to whether or not they feel safe going back to work. Omicron raging across the country. Uh, The Columbus City Schools, 11 of them are doing virtual learning today. We have virtual learning at some other schools as well. Uh, I was handed an email this morning, a survey that Southwestern City Schools uh, have issued to parents outlining all kinds of protocols and prohibitions. Um, Here's how the email began. Dear Southwestern City School District families, keeping our students and staff healthy and safe is a high priority in the Southwestern City School District. Providing you with information is also an important aspect of our job. With this in mind, we want to provide you with the following updated information from Franklin County Public Health and the Ohio Department of Health. Ooh. In alignment with the latest CDC guidance regarding COVID-19. Now that is a triple threat of esteemed authority. Franklin County Public Health, Ohio Department of Health, and CDC. Now the CDC made headlines over the last week or so by changing its mandatory 10-day quarantine to a 5-day quarantine. Now... These are the people who have told us since the very beginning that all their decisions are driven by science, right? They're all driven by science. Okay, then when you make a change like reducing quarantine from 10 days to 5, you quarantine only to stop the spread of a disease, uh, you would think we would have some data, some scientific citations as to why that happened. We have not gotten that because it does not exist. Just like we never got the scientific data on why distancing was six feet instead of 10 feet or instead of three feet. Just like we never got scientific data proving that masks work. We got a lot of scientific data saying that probably doesn't work. We were told, I saw, I saw a commercial last night. I saw a commercial last night on TV while watching the Browns game. That it was for a cleaning product. And it said at the end of the commercial, this cleaning product works against the COVID-19 virus on surfaces. Hmm. Well, I'm sure it does work against the COVID-19 virus on surfaces. As I'm sure water or my own breath works against the COVID-19 virus on surfaces because One of the things we were told early on was that you got to watch out those surfaces. Then we found out later on, ah, COVID-19 does not survive on surfaces. Remember when we were told it was 
passed by droplets? Now, here's Scott Gottlieb, former head of the FDA, uh, telling you that all those cloth masks, all that droplet conversation, well, it was wrong. What do you tell parents? Are cloth masks just not good enough anymore? Cloth masks aren't going to provide a lot of protection. That's the bottom line. This is an airborne illness. We now understand that. And a cloth mask is not going to protect you from a virus that spreads through airborne uh, transmission. It could protect better through droplet transmission, something like the flu, but not something like this coronavirus. So when your local school district or your histrionic neighbor or fellow customer at a store shouts at you about not having a mask on, or when the management of your company insists you have to wear a mask, unless they're going to provide you with an N95, it's all virtue signaling. It's all worthless. Now, another two-word term that is never mentioned by any of the public health authorities is what has been true down through the ages, which is, and this, by the way, is the whole entire underpinnings of the vaccine industry. A vaccine is created from the actual virus it is trying the vaccine is trying to protect you against. So you get a little bit, a teensy weensy bit of the disease, whether it's smallpox or chickenpox or measles or whatever, you get a teensy weensy bit of it. And your body reacts to that small amount of the virus, fights it off. And then When you encounter the virus later on, your body's like, aha, I have identified the enemy and I know what to do against it. See, it preps your body to fight against the virus. It just doesn't give you a max dose of the virus. Otherwise, your body would be overwhelmed. It is a phenomenon referred to as natural immunity. Natural immunity. But they have not spoken of natural immunity throughout the pandemic. And they're really working hard not to speak about it now. At least not to speak about it in terms you can understand. Here is Anthony Fauci on CNN talking about the phenomenon in South Africa, where they don't have very many people vaccinated at all. And Omicron has hit with a vengeance. Lots of infections. But a funny thing about South Africa, their hospitalization rate is nine times less than it was during the original bout with COVID. Now, why would that be? If you have very few people vaccinated and a lot more people now infected, you would think, oh, that hospitalization rate, those hospitals are bulging at the seams. Not so. So Anthony Fauci was on CNN and he was asked, why is this the case in South Africa? What does this mean? And listen how hard Anthony Fauci works to explain this without saying the two dreaded words. He, Rochelle Walensky, Francis Collins, and all the others have dedicated themselves to not saying throughout this pandemic. It is likely that the reason that it is less severe is that in South Africa, What you have is a very large proportion of the population has already been infected and recovered, and a relatively smaller proportion have been vaccinated. So it is likely that the protection against infection is not very good because it will get into the nasopharynx and infect you. The reason 
they may have a less severe is that the underlying cross protection that you have from an experience of a virus of a different variant might actually be protecting you from severe disease, which predominantly involves the lungs. Did you hear the word natural immunity in there? No, you did not. But that is exactly what he's talking about. Saying, oh, yeah, they're not vaccinated and they've all been infected, but they have this kind of protection against. What a dishonest broker he is. What a completely dishonest broker he is. Mr. Science, I am science. I am science. He said that. Well, you would think if you need an explanation for why now you only need to quarantine for five days as opposed to 10. You would think the guy who actually is science could explain that. Well, here he's trying to do so again on CNN. The reason is that now that we have such an overwhelming volume of cases coming in, many of which are without symptoms, there's the danger that this is going to have a really negative impact on our ability to really get society to function properly. You're hearing reports from cities throughout the country of substantial percentages of firefighters, policemen, people with critical jobs who are infected and required to stay home in isolation for 10 days. So the CDC made a decision to balance what's good for public health at the same time as keeping the society running. Now, is that a scientific reason? No, it is not a scientific reason. He said it's a balance. Oh, you mean Dr. Anthony Fauci, you mean Mr. Science? That there are other things that might be as important as striving to reach zero COVID? Do you mean that, like, the mental health of young people going to schools might be something we have to consider in these kinds of decisions? There's hope now, I guess that Anthony Fauci and others will realize that not only do we need to have our kids in school, not only do we need to have our stores open and our businesses flourishing and our restaurants thriving, but maybe they'll also realize that covering the countenance of people with a stupid virtue-signaling mask, denying people the right to read other people's body language from the way their mouth moves, from a smile, from a frown, from a look of puzzlement, that might also have an impact that would be worth weighing. I guess if they're making these allowances, uh, we can have hope. Here's more of uh, the great Fauci, Mr. Science, uh, defending the changes to the quarantine because, you know, you can't, here's a, here's a, here's a real bad outgrowth of inducing panic for a solid year and nine months. People actually begin to panic, and they can't pivot to, ah, it's no big deal, don't worry about it, five days is good, ten's not necessary. They can't pivot as fast as you want them to pivot. You want them to pivot really quickly so that they won't question you about your other past inane policies. You'd like for them to forget about it, but after pounding it into their head for the better part of 20 months, they can't move on as quickly. And so you have to, like, not just say you're cutting the quarantine from 10 days to 5. 
You have to actually figure out a way to plausibly answer the question without saying, I was a fool. I made it up. I didn't really have a reason for it. No, you can't say that. Can't admit you're wrong. So you got to couch it with all kinds of flowery verbiage to make people continue to believe the delusion that you know what you're talking about. These are relaxed quarantine guidelines that came from the CDC, and they're coming under fire from some public health experts. CNN medical analyst Dr. Jonathan Reiner sent out a tweet saying, quote, the latest CDC guidelines which allow people to leave isolation after five days without a test remind me of when the public was told we didn't need masks, when in reality the problem was the U.S. didn't have masks. Ouch. That's You've a Fauci. always promised to follow the science, Dr. Fauci. Is this driven by science or by the social and business pressure we were talking about yeah Fauci and of course it was like well you know there's a balance here uh this is rather amusing to watch (laughs) but I'm telling you that Chris Hayes clip I played for you that's going to start becoming the dominant tone all throughout liberal media, which is to say almost all media. Oh, we got to move on. We got Wait for the pivot. Wait for the pivot. The new year, the fact that everybody kind of gets disengaged from their routines and watching the headlines, and you're engaging in Christmas, you're engaging in New Year's, a lot of people have the week off. This is a great time for them to reset it in the hopes that they can change the narrative and make people forget the narrative that they drove for month after month after month after month. Now, the uh, fact that we can't get teachers in school because they're sick uh, is not restricted only to our public education sector. Uh, There is another very, very important job that the state of Ohio and your local municipalities are having trouble staffing, and it could uh, cause you some difficulties as soon as this week. We'll explain that next on The Bruce Hooley Show. You may have seen pictures from I-95 in Virginia. Wow, that was not a fun night. Uh, Stranded, stuck in traffic. States that don't usually get very much snow, uh, typically don't know how to react to snow. Although, we don't get that much snow, and we don't know how to react to it either. Rain paralyzes our freeways a lot of times. Uh, And I've been in warm weather states where rain does the same thing that snow does here. But a 50-mile stretch of I-95 was... At a standstill. And drivers stayed in their car all night long. Truckers stay in their car all night long. Um, People have social media, so they were communicating that way. Um, Really just an amazing phenomenon of nature. And just you hope nothing bad happens. Like what if there had been, you know. A woman needing to deliver a baby there or a small child in the cold. Uh, Lots and lots of snow. 15 inches in uh, Maryland. uh, 40 miles southeast of Washington. I heard on Fox last night the uh, anchors complaining about the minimal amount of snow that shut down Reagan International Airport. Uh, So this big storm that we got all the rain from in the aftermath of Christmas, they got snow. So it was an ugly scene. And... uh, People don't like it when 
the powers that be cannot move snow and get us into a position where we can go on with our lives. So get ready for it, as we are supposed to get snow on Thursday. Maybe an inch, maybe two, maybe three. And since it's in the forecast and it's 72 hours out, it's like, well, they'll have it covered. Well, maybe not. Uh, We are facing a shortage of snowplow and salt truck drivers, uh, which is probably par for the course, given the fact that we have supply chain issues and we're having trouble getting people to work. Um, This is a specialized skill. You've got to have a CDL to do it, I'm pretty sure. Everybody's hiring people to work in that kind of industry, where you have to be behind the wheel to, what, deliver Amazon packages, uh, drive an Uber, all those kinds of things. Um, Every year, it seems, we get snow in Columbus, and then set your clock by it a week later, a story on the local news about the fact that, hey, here's a neighborhood that hasn't been plowed yet. I've never lived in such a neighborhood. I think it'd be miserable to live in such a neighborhood for the people who live there to have to try to free themselves from their uh, snow and ice prison. Uh, Brooke Ebersall, a spokesman for ODOT District 6, which serves our area, so they're having trouble getting snowplow and salt truck drivers because distribution centers, warehouses, things like that, they offer better hours and better pay. And guess what? If you work at a warehouse, say FedEx or UPS, you know that eh, they got a job for me. I'll be able to work X number of hours a week. I'll be able to work this shift. So you can't know that if you're in the snow and salt truck trade. Once the storm hits, that's when you're needed. And you might be needed round the clock. So it's like any position, right? It's working conditions. What are the working conditions? And what's the payoff given the working conditions? So just just wait for it. I don't think our highways are going to be plowed as quickly and as effectively and as efficiently as they have been in the past. Neighborhoods, I think, will be the well, depending on how you look at it, first place to suffer or last place to get plowed. Same thing. Uh, That's unfortunate, but it's the reality. I don't know if it helps you prepare for it anymore if you know that it's coming in advance. My uh, guess is no, because if you're stuck, you're stuck, and nobody enjoys getting stuck. But, man, I can't imagine. Uh, Aaron, what would you do if you were stuck in a car all night long on an interstate highway in rural Virginia? Could you handle that, like, one night? Well, what's the temperature? Well, it's cold enough to be snowing, cold enough to be icy. Do yeah. you keep do you keep a uh, do you keep a provisional set of uh, items in your trunk for just such a circumstance? No. I used to when I lived in Northeast Ohio. I did. I had like coveralls, you know. Which I don't know. Do you know what I mean when I say coveralls? Yeah. Like what farmers wear, you know, mm-hmm. out in the out in the barn. Uh, coveralls, boots, extra hat, extra glove. My father got stranded in the blizzard of seventy eight. I got stuck once in minus 45 degree temperatures, what? northern Wisconsin. Oh! Well, I, had to, I was left and walked down the road, and a guy pulled over and said, you're crazy, get in the car right now, because it was like 30 seconds or so you could Oh, frostbite. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah, I, don't do that. Here's a little tip. My father followed the light poles and the power lines if you're in a blinding blizzard because he knew they would lead him to a house. little tip survival tip. Hopefully you'll never need it.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.